All right, y'all. Uh, we are back. Uh, man, we've been uh, having uh, sidebar discussions. Uh, you know, D. Lenard does her thing and 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 whatnot. And uh, man, we most definitely uh, trying to. Uh, broaden our horizons when it's dealing with health and especially dealing with D. Lenard, man. Uh, once again, man, uh, Garrett Sales is on, uh, man. It's it's been a it's been a joy to have him on on today. So our next topic: the Missouri School District has asked parents to sign a COVID nineteen death waiver for children. Yes, I put the emphasis on death waiver. Uh, the Hazelwood School District is asking parents to sign this waiver uh, to say that they are not liable uh, that would relinquish any rights to hold the district responsible even if kids uh, die at the school. Um, it's caused by the negligence and carelessness of school staff. Um... I'm going to go last. So whichever one of you want to jump in and do this first, by all means, I'm going last on this one. Honestly, I haven't read on that one to really give like a, a super long opinion on it, but that is very concerning. Where, where, where is this at again? This is uh, in Missouri. Missouri schools are having parents the parents sign it, right? Mm-hmm. A death waiver for the child. So if they go back to school if they die, <laughs> I don't I haven't read into that. But that that's very concerning. The fact that I, you had to even like put that out there, you know, for for them to even like create that and let them know if your child dies, then, yeah. That is very concerning. Um I don't see why you just don't just start doing school online or something then. Like, why even do that? Yeah, that's that's very concerning. Again, a lack of leadership from the top has placed um, the economy over human. Um, I don't know if it's a federal law, but I do believe in Georgia they came up with businesses cannot be if you if your company says all right everybody get back to work yeah i've been at home long enough and you go back to work and contract covid-19 that you cannot sue the company and this sounds like it's along the lines of that same um type notice or law that's been put in place and I do agree with you. Um, if from March until May, online learning was used, implemented, uh, seniors graduated, I still think it's a tool that can be used for this fall semester going up and stop putting out not only the, the children at risk, but it's going to be very hard to keep some kids from touching each other and and six feet apart and all of that different type of stuff, but you're endangering teachers that could have families, administration, bus drivers. I mean, it, it's, 
something new every day about COVID-19 and the coronavirus. It's, the numbers have not gone down. I mean, what more do you need in order for you to have some common sense and stop looking towards the top? The top is not going to tell you anything. All it's concerned about is money. The money, the stock market, and getting reelected. Anything about your life, I guess the less people that's available to vote, they think that's more in in, in his favor of being reelected. I don't know. I can't understand the thought process. But what I do know is that you are playing with people from children all the way up. You are playing with people's lives. And I just don't think that that's right whatsoever. No, it's not. Um... Yeah, it goes back to when we talked about it first. Once again, deciding this is this is actually thing. Um, it, it it ties back into why I'm so for ministry. Um, because ministry focuses on people versus we don't put money before things. We don't put basically human priorities. It, it's it's we're, we're focused on serving people, and right now. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the community to lead that. Not going to get anywhere. Um, right now, but there is a need for some type of service where people, considering people is, is, is a priority. And yeah, right now the economy, yeah, they're, they're more so focused on money. And because of COVID-19, money probably has slowed up because, you know, um, things haven't been haven't been moving as fast as it usually is. So it's like they're taking anything they possibly can, any precautions, whether it, it costs hundreds of lives that we're gonna do for the sake of money. So um, yeah, it's 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 uncertain times and it's scary. Because of, yeah, with the fact that you even whoever thought of that, the, the fact that you even thought of something like that. <laughs> well, 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 well. Here's the deal. I mean, even the restaurants out here are making people sign. I don't know if it's a death waiver, but it's you right. sign a form. Yeah, death waiver. You know, like yeah. to put on the table, like your child died. Death waiver. Going <laughs> so county right. school district death waiver. Yeah. Written right. July 2020. You know, okay. and and you know here here here's my here here's my take on it too. So being that, you know, I work in the schools, uh, as uh, as Gary said, you know, it's going to be hard for pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, second, and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say third. But I know pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. Those children are not, they are not going to want to be six feet apart. How can you line up kids going to the cafeteria, going to, uh, 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 going to the library, going to some, you know, activity, unified arts? You, you can't. So... That in by itself is a no-no. That's that's just not going to happen. Now, um, I'm not saying that uh, middle school and high school students, it's not going to be a problem. 
but it's going to be a bigger problem for them because they're so used to being active. They're so used to being on one another and, and standing close. Like I said, you know, you're lining up. Okay, kids, come on, line up. Let's go to the cafeteria. But you got to be six feet apart. And you're only one teacher. And you got 23 kids. There's no way. No Classroom way. Classroom size are gonna, most definitely going to have to be reduced. But then where are you going to put the overflow? Right. Because, because, because I had an instance, and like I said, I'm not going to name the school. I, you know, I mean, there was an instance where I worked. Fourth and fifth graders were basically on top of one another before the COVID. So, like you just said, how are they going to, you know, how they handle that? And, and, and one thing I will say about Shelby County Schools, at least they are giving, you know, parents an option. You stay at home, you stay at home with your children, or you can bring them to school. They got that option. So... I don't know if they're going to put some type of death waiver in for uh, children or not, but, you know, uh, it, and, and and it's going to be, you know, they, they, they're saying for the same thing for kids if they play football in the fall. Uh, there's no way, and, and, I, and I had this discussion this morning, there's no way that kids, uh, high school kids uh, playing football, uh, there should be no high school football being played because they don't have the uh, more so for them because they don't have the the uh, uh, the medical staff and not saying that no one at the high school level do not have them but they but compared to a university you get what I'm saying with that so um do I feel that universities should be playing? Probably not. Probably not. Which lead us into Russell Westbrook, uh, who tested positive for the virus prior to the team's departure to Orlando. Uh, he added that he will rejoin his teammates once he has been cleared. He's probably been cleared uh, at the at the time that. Um, this has happened and uh but he states to please take the virus seriously be safe and mask up the nba they are having a bubble okay uh for those of you that don't know what the bubble is it's like you are in your own little bubble you can only go so far where you know if you step outside the bubble you subject to pop in this case, you subject to have the virus. So, um, you know, to keep everybody, you know, safe, they're trying to keep it in a bubble. They've already had a young, they've already had a player to violate that. You exactly. Delivery. Exactly. Hard-headed. 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 So, just imagine, if you can't get an adult... Exactly. How you expect some children? Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the reason why I'm saying with the schools, just give them a choice. Like like both of you have stated, you know, give them a choice. Do virtual, or you gotta go. You gotta go. But I 
Well, too. can we get some venture capitalists or some people that have some money that they need to donate for um, by the time, you know, income taxes roll around, they, you know, they have so much money that they need to get right off. Donate to these areas where you know the families don't have the technology or set up some type of, you know, system where kids can go and get online and do their work, um, listen to playbacks, you know, if it has to be staggered, listen to playback instructions and do their work and then go, you know, go home. But just demanding that kids go back to school so parents can go back to work. There's a meme that's going around uh, now, not so much a meme, but a statement was made on Twitter saying that teachers right now could really come up with this COVID-19, um, provide homeschool, uh, teach 10 kids, charge $250 a week like you would a daycare. And instead of making thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, you end up with one hundred and twenty, potentially one hundred and twenty. Um, and just do away with school teaching in a school district and system altogether. I mean, it's an idea. Um, one young lady, and one young lady said that. If, if the child attended a Title One, then the funding will follow the child to the next school. So if that next school is your home school, then you will be getting funds for that child. Wow. So it might not be that the parent pays $250 a week out of their pocket. You may just be getting the money directly. The money that was going to the school would not be coming to you as a home school teacher. Sounds like a business to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. As a young, uh, as a young, a younger person on this podcast, do you see that being a viable option? I want you to say the last part you said one more time. I just want to make sure. Do you, you do you see do you see homeschooling being a viable option? Yes. I do. Um, yeah. And I believe, you know, I, I guess I question, I do see it being a good option. Um, I just would have a question about, I guess it depends. Like, so with the people, so would the, the teachers be self-employed or still employed by the school district just teaching from home? That'd be my question. They'd be, they be self-employed. They are, a license, they are a licensed teacher. But now okay. it's, it's almost like they're setting up a daycare, but actually they're setting up a homeschool business where your child, instead of going to uh, Decatur High School, Decatur Elementary, Decatur Elementary, they come to your homeschool situation, which could be Zoom. You don't actually have to have a place for them to meet. It could be Zoom and all of that type of stuff. But it's another option for people that are not ready to send their kids back into a school-type setting. 
I do see that being a viable option. And I guess I, I, my only thing that was kind of hindering me from saying what I wanted to say was knowing if they would be self-employed or would they still be hired by the school district. Just because, you know, I've always asked teachers, like, if to, you know, work in the school system. And I always ask them, you know, because when you go to school, you're kind of taught a – you're taught a certain curriculum, math, science, and, you know, math, science, English, uh, art. You know, you can select it, but it's still controlled, if that makes sense, of what mm-hmm. it's being taught. And I always ask teachers, like, you know, if you had the choice to teach anything that you want to teach, what would it be? And you'd be surprised at their answers. Like, it's, it's, it's things that we actually would need. And I see people my age talking about how, man, you know, they'll, they'll be a business major. And I know I did that when I was in uh, Arkansas, and I thought that I was actually going to be taught how to start my own business. But really what I was taught was how to maintain someone else operating the and not saying that those things can't help me, but it's almost like the isn't really telling me what I thought I learned or what I'm, it's not answering the question that I have particularly for myself. I thought that it would, but it's like, okay, this is teaching me how to run someone else's business and not my own. Huh. What about if I want to start my own? Like, where do I go for that? And there wasn't really, there, was, there weren't classes for that. And so now what this does is it provides an opportunity to really be taught how to do credit, how to open a bank account. When you want to look for a venue for your business, how do you even get that that process started? Like, you're not saying you don't teach math science. You're not saying you don't do that. There's a, there, there's a time for that. But it gives you a chance to really create your own curriculum to really impact your own community. That makes and sense. that's what would happen uh, with a lot of homeschool programs. Uh, the state will provide you a guideline. You know, within this school year, you should have covered this, 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 and this. But anything outside of that, say for instance, if you're going to be homeschooling and you're you're still doing social distancing, then instead of having PE, you may turn that into African American studies or art. You know what I'm saying? So you you would have more freedom to to do financial literacy or you know all of the different things or that's not being taught. You you would have that. You could set a, set aside a time. You could set aside a day, and we're gonna cover this today, but still cover all of the other things. And yep. yeah, I think it's a wonderful opportunity for anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur. You have your license. You're licensed by that state, unless you do something that's just you know off the cuff. I mean, it's it's valid. You can teach. And again, if that child went to a title, was considered a Title One school, the funds that would go to that school now would come to you as a teacher. Right. Let me let me let me let me break in for a second. Um, so something just came across: of Texas classrooms can stay closed this fall without losing state funding, if local health officials order it. Uh, school districts won't lose, as I stated. School districts won't lose state funding if they stick to, if they stick with virtual classes this fall, because the Lothian Health Authority has mandated that classrooms remain closed. Um, they this came from a uh, Texas Education Agency spokesperson that confirmed it to the Texas Tribune on today. Uh, they were saying that last week the state's education agency released an order requiring schools to open their buildings to in-person instruction five days a week for all students who want it. 
The order gives district a districts a transition period of just three weeks at the start of the year to hold classes virtually and to get their safety plans in place before allowing students back on campus. After the three-week transition, districts um, that stay uh, entirely virtual would risk losing funding. So, um, yeah, I want to give um, credit to uh, my friend, uh, Kalisha Killing, for uh, actually posting that. So, uh, so yeah. Um, they're trying to put things in place. I guess they're trying to put things in place now. Uh, maybe it should have started maybe like last month. Uh, because now you kind of like in a crunch uh, period right about now. I think so. you're going to see that a lot of teachers are not going to they're either going to early retire or they're just not going back. So then what you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to move right along from this, man. Look, I want to... <laughs> man. For those of you that are... Uh, those of you that remember, uh, man, it's been 25 years since the last Ford Bronco was made and now you probably seen it maybe like on facebook or on your instagram post uh that the ford bronco is 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 trying to make a comeback so to speak so you know when i think about the ford bronco i think about oj simpson who 26 years ago uh man oj was on the loose uh in the low speed chase uh, through L.A. Um, in his Ford Bronco back in 1994. I tell you what, man. O.J. put... down the street in his Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me finish it. Don't make me finish it. I ain't gonna finish it. Finish it. Finish it. I ain't gonna finish it. I'm not gonna finish it. I'm not gonna oh, finish it. Oh, Lord. I'm not gonna finish it. Oh, Gary probably like, what are y'all talking about? Well, 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 look, you know, um, it's ironic because we talked about, you know, we talked about OJ Simpson about a couple of weeks ago. Um, OJ, I, when I, I promise you, when I think about the Ford Bronco, I think about OJ Simpson. I do. I do. Isn't that why they stopped making it? That's probably so. They're like discontinued then. I ain't gonna know. We don't want to get nobody no ideas to be rolling down the street and they block all slow. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, I'm trying to look them up real fast. That's what I'm trying to look them up. Gary, I was just about to say, Gary, you probably need to go look that up, man. When you look that up, sure, you look that up and then you and then you text me and you be like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Yeah, and you then know, and then the song that I'm like thinking from is that an easy? E song? That's an easy E song right there. Oh, okay. Rest in peace, easy E, man. Rest in peace, easy E. I tell you, man. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Look, um, you know, and and it's funny how we associate things and people. Uh, it's just how funny. That's how things uh, uh, work out. Because I promise you, when I when I first saw it, 
I thought about O.J. Simpson. And I immediately, I, you know what? I immediately, immediately did, did the date 2020, 1994. And you know what? And, 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 and Garrett, you know, you talk about, you've talked about social media and everything. Um, at that particular time and moment when that happened, Twitter, Facebook would have blew up. But you know what? During that time, you know what? I just thought about this. When you were talking about uh, 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 social media, D, MySpace was hot then, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. MySpace was. Yeah. D, I got you. I got you. I didn't really get on MySpace. So I went MySpace and then from MySpace to Facebook. And then Facebook, Twitter. Twitter, mm-hmm. I still don't understand. And then Twitter, Instagram. And then Instagram. Not, not, that's, that's it for me. I don't care about no Snapchat. I don't care about no TikTok. Twitch. I don't care nothing about none of that. I'm done. I'm good. Wow. Yeah, I must have been slow. Because y'all was doing Black Planet. I don't know nothing about that. I guess I was still on Yahoo Messenger. That was like it for you know what you 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 know what I bet and and this ironic that 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 we're talking about this, um, my friend Kalisha that I just mentioned, uh, when I was at Delta State and I don't know if you remember this at this time, uh, but they had something called uh, IRC at that particular time. That was like that was pre Facebook. That that really was. Without the pictures and stuff, I mean, you actually had to read back then. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you had to actually read. And so, yeah. But if that was going on during that time, wow. Wow. That's all I had to say about that. Because, the, and, 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 and the story that I share all the time, the story that uh, 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 Joe and I shared... Uh, when we talked about OJ before, was that when that happened, that was during the NBA Finals. So you had to, you know, I mean, well, we all knew that the Houston Rockets probably going to win anyway because the Knicks weren't going to do nothing. That's right, I said it. Uh, Oh, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know... um, so yeah, that's when that happened. Uh, D, I got your message. Um, what percent are you at? Two. Oh my gosh. Uh, D, you want to give your shout out and then, and then, Garrett and I finish this out. Uh, I don't have any shout out. I mean, you want, I mean, you want to say, see you later, peace. Oh. Well, y'all too, Jamal. Y'all hold it down. I have to take care of something. Uh, it was nice meeting you. Uh, to the listeners, take care of yourselves. Use common sense. Um, and I will talk to y'all at another time. Peace.
Peace. Peace, peace, peace. All right, Garrett. Uh, we're going to finish this out, man. Actually, um, D sent me uh, this. Uh, this actually came from TNC. Uh, man, there was a racist. Uh, she was out there. Uh, a racist Karen. And she was ranting and calling uh, black people the N-word uh, here in, uh, in, in North Carolina. And she was known for appearing in videos downtown uh spewing of uh, racism well um this person we call her karen but her real name is rachel uh man got struck by an ash ashleville fire uh department pickup truck on monday uh after stepping out in front of traffic um news reports came and said that she uh died by the way so um, I know that everybody wants to, when they read this and they hear about this, first thing that come out their mouth, uh, karma. Um, you know, it is, it is very sad, uh, that this happened, uh, to this lady. Uh, tried to watch the video, tried to watch the TMZ video and it wouldn't open, and it wouldn't open up. But this is very tragic, what happened. Um, you know, we need to, and when you're doing, uh, you know, ministry, I know that um, there's, there's God's word um, in this. And we have to, to, to learn to, uh, you know, love one another. Uh, have compassion and everything. Uh, we also have to, at times, and this is and this is something. This is one thing that I I have enjoyed uh, with uh, with with Pastor Hunt uh, recently in dealing with uh, racism. And racism needs to be talked about in church as well as everything else. I mean, if you want to talk about one thing, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it all. Uh, and ra- and racism is 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 one of the things that, um, in in some churches, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say all churches. The only time we talk about um, being black and and everything is doing the Black History Month. Uh, we we talk about that heavily, you know, during that time, but we don't we don't really talk about it, you know. And I'm not saying that all churches don't do it, but the churches that I have attended, you know, we we we're focused on the word, which we should we should be focused on God's word. Uh, on, on the other hand, too, we should be talking about you know racism, you know, too as well, and what's going on. Um, this is a subject that uh, now is in the forefront and we you know some people will probably say well you know what that's good for her you know she shouldn't be you know out here cussing and saying the n-word and and blah 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 blah. and and we and we understand that we get that but we have to also understand too that a life has been taken away and so we don't know you know the main thing is that you know we want to understand if 
you know, if this woman has been saved, um, you know, before, you know, she, she, she dies. So, uh, what are your thoughts, you know, about that? You know, uh, this, this person, you know, because we understand that this woman has, well, was spewing racism on the other side, you know, you know, we, we, we know this woman is no longer with us. Um, and like I said, you know, the main thing people want to use, they want to, they want to throw the word karma, you know, around, but I want to get your take. What, what, what do you think about all this? definitely yeah I, I agree with you I think it's typical for people to throw the word karma and say she got what she deserved and you know um but it you know it's it's at that point it's really not my call to sit here and say how that person should have died or what was she asked she had coming to them you know it's it, it just, I think it just happened to be one unfortunate situation for her, even though she was spewing out racism, which she should not be doing. At the time, I'd back around and be like, okay, well, she's already to die because she got, you know, it's, it's like a, that, that is a very tough situation to maneuver through. Um, um, should she have been spewing out racism? No, not right. Um. Yeah, I, I think that's a that, that's a very particular situation right there. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that that's a very particular situation. That, yeah, that yeah, and I think us as believers, well, yeah, talk about racism in church. You definitely should, because when you look at the history of church and how it even started and where it began, you know, the the community of even having church and praising God and. You know, using God's word, that that's something that us as blacks used during slavery times. That's how we came together to, to get encouragement to get through these times. And so now that we're going through another time that, that we're being affected, yeah, it should be talked about in church. It definitely should. Yeah. Um, it, it, it should be brought aware because, yeah, it, 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 churches are eight. I'm not saying it, it should be everybody else, but especially us. You know, right. that's, that's where church began out of slavery, you know, it, or the idea that started out of that. And um, us as believers, we also really should be practicing. To, for one, I would say if you are a believer, um, it, I, I, honestly, I, I guess it depends on what you believe in. But for those who follow Jesus, I'll say that for me, speaking for myself, um, using the word karma is definitely out of context. The word karma isn't even a Christian belief. That that, that that's another religion term. Um, I, you know, for us, it should be practicing grace. Um, I know for a lot of people that's not easy to do, but in that situation, that's what we should be practicing: walking in grace, practicing grace, that kind of thing. Um, Pastor Hunt, he gave a sermon one Sunday, a month a month ago, and he had explained the difference between justice, mercy, and grace. Are you doing that something? Yeah. But, yeah you, you know I'm going with this. Um, and I definitely think that is something that should be talked about more um, amongst other people when it comes to situations like that. For somebody is spewing out something that's probably hateful and, and things of that nature, 
but also understanding teaching how to handle those situations. You know, um, yeah, being taught how to handle, yeah, definitely being taught racism, but then also teaching our people how to handle those moments when it does happen. How do you react? What do you say? You know, like, is that talked about as well? Yeah. Um, that's definitely a situation that's very particular. Um, yeah. Uh, and I and 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 I just I just feel like personally, you know, um, you know, D and I we have we have talked about it on here, um, you know, for years. We have done, uh, and when I say we, um, you know, black people in general, you know, have tried to do the right thing, try to have turned the other cheek. Try to just, you know, let, uh, as the old saying goes, let bygones be bygones. But in this day and time right now, you see how things are. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of people are not doing that. Uh, right now, people are beginning to, uh, uh, black people are more and more every day standing up for themselves and not turning the other cheek, uh, so to speak. Um, and... You know, we want justice. We want justice served. The same thing, you know, I was talking about earlier uh, with this uh, uh, with this mail uh, carrier. You know, um, you know, okay, don't give them eight. Well, then give them four. You know, because the example has to be uh, put out there. Uh, some way, somehow, uh, because we because we will sit back and say, you know, I, you heard D ask the question, you know, was it a was, was it a brother who did this or whomever did it, you know, you can't you can't do things like this. I mean, you you took an oath, and like we take an oath, primarily in church. I mean, we 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 take we can we we take an oath too, um, you know, when you know when we get uh, baptized, you know, um, and I guess, you know, if someone is listening with well, the first thing they're going to say, well, you know, you taking that oath in church, then, you know, I mean, you know, you did wrong, you know, we, we, we should, we should be forgiven. And I, and, and I, you know, but we also know too, that when it's, when it's time, for, you know, when that punishment comes, it's, it's, it's going to come. You know, and we should not just just turn and be like, oh, okay, well, you know, he did it. He did it one time. Um, you know, let's just sweep it under the rug. Okay, well, you know, if he did it, if he changed the ballot, who's to say that the next mail carrier is not going to do it? You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, in order for it to be stopped, um, some things have to be, you know, we got to we got to stop it. You know, ain't no pumping the brakes cuz you know it's just it's, it's just yeah. no it's, it's just no pumping the brakes. Um I did have something I did want to ask you because we are um we are actually done. I told you this podcast when we get to talking like this and 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 thoughts and stuff we almost in going into the, the another hour. Um, 
I do have one more thing I want to cover, and then and then and then we're done. Uh, the police in New York City are investigating a masked person who dumped red paint on a Black Lives Matter street mural um, in front of the Trump Tower. Uh, the masked person walked up to the V and lives and uh, took the can of paint out of a paper bag and threw the paint on the mural and then left the paint can and ran off. Another instance where this right here, this is uncalled for. You know, I mean, 45 is just basically saying in so many words about a couple of weeks ago. Any defacing of any mural, that person needs to be what? Prosecuted. Same thing. So, what do you think should happen? I mean, what do you think should happen to the person? Once they catch them, do what? I mean, if, 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 if he's violated the law, then, yeah, he probably should be thrown in jail. Yeah. 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 You know, this is this is like one of those other instances where, you know, people should just respect um, what's being put out there. Because I know a lot of people, they took their time and, and tried to get this get this done. Um, I'm not going to hold you any longer, man. Like I said, I most definitely thank you uh, for coming on, uh, giving uh, your insight, your perspective. Um, not just dealing with uh, your age group, but just in general, uh, giving uh, another voice. And I, and, and I really enjoy having another voice uh, on this podcast uh, because, believe it or not, your views make us better. And I hope our views make you better. So it goes hand in hand, um, you know, in, in, in conversation and dialogue and and how you treat the, uh, you know, the next uh, person that you talk to. Uh, so, how was this experience? I, I, I want to know. The listeners, listeners want to know since this, this is your first podcast, right? Um, yeah, podcast. I'm trying to think. Podcast, yeah, I believe so. Okay. So, so how was your experience? How, how did you enjoy this? Um, I enjoyed it. Um. Okay. It definitely makes it. It's one. It definitely kind of because what I've been so engulfed in lately for the last couple of weeks is definitely kind of opened my mind to what's going on in the world because I've been so engulfed in what I've been doing. I honestly haven't looked up into the news in the last couple of weeks, so that kind of okay. That's what's going on. Um, and then I'll think, okay, I did hear about that here, and you know, read about that somewhere too. I saw a little post on Facebook about it, and so it definitely kind of you know. Okay, you know, it, it gives me a refresher of what's happening. Um, on top of when y'all give y'all the insight, it's teaching me things about like, okay, that's how it is, and then yeah, taking this and helping someone else learn to gain insight about a situation, it's an easy way to gain knowledge. Very easy way. Yeah. Because you know, you're using a topic and you're sharing insight. It's a different perspective. That's a very easy way to gain knowledge and just use that to better equip yourself and other people. So I definitely enjoy stuff like this. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we, we, we enjoy having you and, and so the next time uh that you are on, you will not be uh as a guest 
at all. And, um, you know, we, D. Lenar and, and I want to uh, most definitely, um, well, you know, D is the co-host, but I don't ever look at her as a co-host. I look at her as another voice uh, on this podcast. And so, um, you know, we most definitely try to uh, to keep it fresh and definitely new uh, ever so often. Again, like I said, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, hopefully this will not be the last time. Uh, I'm going to give... Uh, my parting shot, and then you can give yours. Uh, man, first of all, I want to thank all of you uh, who took time uh, to listen to the last podcast that we did. Um, man, I most definitely don't take you guys for granted. What what we really want you to do is get out here, be safe. Man, wear your mask. Just put the mask on. I don't care if it's 98 99 degrees outside uh the, the place that you're going to from you going in your car if you riding in your car having air the place that you're going to have air man just wear your mask when you get ready to go out please and thank you um you want to add anything you got any closing statements you want to make Saturday. I don't know. Uh, but if it's so, then you guys be safe. Peace.